hello everybody welcome back once again this is another episode of hot takes and protein shakes with yours truly tony capobianco i want to thank you once again if you're a regular listener thank you for listening be sure to like follow subscribe comment all that fun shit review even better play that algorithm into our favor so we can keep the content rolling also before we get into the podcast, I want to note that this podcast is brought to you in part by Redcon One, America's favorite supplement brand. Yes, they have everything you could possibly need, whether it be from energy, pre-workouts, proteins, fat burners, muscle builders, get that pump recovery, literally everything. Or if you just want to look sharp in the gym, because they got some, they got some sharp sharp new lines of uh gear coming out and they, they got them like they come in waves are always coming out so if you want to save 20 percent off all of your wellness needs go to redcon1.com and use the promo code t20 tony tell jokes that's right that is my promo code it is also my tag my uh my social <laughs> my social handle at tony tell joke on twitter instagram and TikTok. So once again, yeah, if you want to save 20% on your Redcon 1 order, use the promo code T20TonyTellJokes. And today I just want to, this is going to be a real quickie. It just could be you and me one-on-one, everybody. So this is going to be a quickie. Uh, I just want to say I've been, oh, dude, I've been busy. Uh, It's being busy is like a blessing in disguise. It's a good problem to have. Because I'd rather have a lot going on and just be exhausted by it all than have nothing going on and have my thumb up my ass. <laughs> because, I mean, I'm happy to say, I, I'm pretty sure I spoke about this on the last one. Or maybe I didn't. But uh, a couple weeks ago, I came back from Denver, flew out there for a few days, shot another commercial. And following that, um, I guess I, I guess you know it's okay to uh, speak on it. I have an agent now. <laughs> that is so weird coming out of my mouth. Like just the very idea of it, like having an like a talent agent. Like this like the the very concept of that, the very thought of it still blows my mind because I don't know, maybe it's just because of where I came from and the, you know, studying in the Boston comedy scene where everybody makes you feel like shit no matter how hard you work. And in I guess in a way I don't know, maybe it's weird <clears throat> excuse me, it's weird seeing like validation or confirmation or something from somebody you only like you've never really met or like they see something in you that I ordinarily wouldn't see, if that makes any sense. Like just the very idea of it is just weird because like, you know, I, I mean, I'm confident in myself. You know, I've been doing this for eight years. I mean, I've hoarded God knows how much material. And now somebody's out there like helping me, which is you know, that that is just so weird. I mean, it's weird to me now. I mean, I'm sure later down the line, it, you know, I won't even think about it. But yeah, that's I guess that's one of the lessons um, we can talk about today. I'm sure you might have heard this old saying, which is if you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go far, go together. So I guess it's 
helpful to have surround yourself with people with the same goals as you and who also believe in you as you believe in them because yeah you know, there have been people who like i who i guess see something in me and i may not i may not necessarily see something in them and i don't mean that in a dickish way it's just you know just the reality of it all you know like like it's good to surround yourself with like-minded people i guess is what i'm saying because you all have the same goals and I don't know, maybe it's because of where I came from, where, like, what have you, it's kind of like that Janet Jackson song, what have you done for me lately? Like, what what can you offer me? Like, what's in for me? Like, if I link up with you, what can I get in return? Like, like if, what is worth the investment? I guess that's what I'm saying. And so after receiving, first off, let me, let me, this was just a, you know, a surreal experience because walking into these sort of things, I mean, I've faced enough rejection for years worth to not even be phased by anymore. So when I submitted my stuff, when I submit my resume, I'm like, ah, oh, here you go. And I don't, I don't normally expect to hear anything back. I mean, it's just like submitting to festivals. Like I'm confident in the work I send, but with a lot of festivals, there's a lot of politics. There's a lot of you know, who knows who, so there's a pecking order, so where you land in the totem pole can be out of your control, and that's fine, and that's kind of how I felt about a lot of things, so when I submitted it uh, for this agency, I'm not going to say which, uh, maybe I will later, I mean, hell, I just got it, I don't want to, like, self-sabotage or anything in case this goes the wrong way, but, <laughs> but, yeah, when I send in, like, oh, here you go, and then I just set it and forget it. And then it wasn't until maybe a month ago, a little over a month ago, where I got the email saying, hey, we want to invite you to our little Zoom call. And I'm like, what? <laughs> I mean, I mean, you, you, you thought you, you, you got back to me? That, 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 that is cool. And from what I understand... Um, they very rarely do these throughout the year. They only accept a very small number of people. I think they said they accept, they received over 500 applicants. And of that 500, they only allowed 30 on the call, which is ridiculous. Like it, that is, let me see, try and do something quick math in my head. Uh, like one out of 17 give or take so one out of 17 people who submitted got the green light and i if i don't want to sound all braggadocious in here but it's weird beating out them and, and especially when you have no expectations and of that 30 of the 30 that were chosen from that 500 i was the only stand-up comic everybody else they were just actors um there was a few other um maybe a, a couple dancers. There was one guy uh, who was a pro wrestler. And um, and yeah, I was the only stand-up. So that, that that is so weird to me. I mean, it's cool. I'll, I'll take the win, dude. It, I, that, that's, that's what I think I'm so blown away by is that this is a win 
It's a great win. And for some reason, I still have a hard time believing it. But you know what? Maybe it's for the best. Because I want you can't I cannot let this go to my head. I can't. And I mean it's a great win, but you gotta get yourself back get back down and back down to earth because if this goes to your head, you gotta think you're king badass and that fall from grace has got hurt so much more. So so who knows? Maybe if you know if I play my cards right and I'm smart. You no, know, it'll it'll definitely work out in my favor. So, uh, yeah, this is I'm dude. I'm I'm an actor now. What can I say? And I'll say this. Um, like I've been again. I consider myself a stand up. You know, first and foremost, every single time. And now that starting to branch on to acting, it's kind of a diff. It's sort of a different realm. I mean, there are there is some overlap between stand up and acting, but a lot of it kind of boils down to, to the people, the individuals themselves. And, um, like again, on that Ford commercial, like one of the actors I worked with, he is super cool. Like he's a, he's a full-time actor. He's a pro. He knows what he's doing and he's good at it. And yeah, we, and whenever like the cameras stop rolling, we just hang back, chill, just talk, you know, whatever. But, I guess being around like new one, like, you know, up and coming actors who are like just starting out or have been doing it for a certain amount of time, maybe around the same amount of time I've been doing stand up. Um, actors are weird. <laughs> it's a different, I mean, comedians were weird too, but I think we're a lot more upfront about it. You know, like, uh, you know, I was hooked on crack and, uh, you know, I go to therapy and my, you know, my dad used to beat me with a, I don't know, a, a rolling pin or something. You know, just stuff like that. We're very open about what makes us weird and oddballs and outcasts. And that's kind of like where, at least for me, where I like to gather a lot of my confidence from. Like, I am a total open book. Whereas with, like, you know, people who are strictly actors, especially, you know, new ones or ones who are trying to break in uh yeah i mean uh, whoa well, how do i say this so in case you hear that beeping that's the sound of my air fryer uh yeah that means i'm better than <laughs> oh look at look at the sound of me oh my air fryer i'm just talking about my ancient oh, tony's going hollywood wonder balls over here so what the hell was i saying um yeah, yeah, with actors, it's, like, we, like, comedians, we have a certain insatiable need for attention and approval. You know, we want to crush, we want to kill whenever we're on stage. Sometimes we do, sometimes we don't. I just had a show tonight with a slick baby, and, you know, I was, the plan was to come out guns and blazing, and... You know, I did good at first, got a little wobbly somewhere in the middle that I kind of pulled it back up together. So I, I, after all that, I gave myself like a B minus, just to be honest. So there we go. You know, like, uh, you know, I, some stuff I thought I was going to hit didn't. And, you know, there were a few hecklers, dealt with them. And I made, you know, I made the best out of that and made the people laugh. So. Yeah, we did, everything didn't go according to plan, but you know what? Sometimes in a situation like that, you got to think on your feet. And 
I asked uh, the late the woman who um, who brought me on the call. I asked her what's her experience working with comedians, stand ups specifically, and she's like, "I love stand up comedians. I have so much respect for what you do." And I'm like, "Wow, <laughs> I did not see that coming." I mean, like, I mean, she's surrounded by actors all the time. So I guess like with comics, there's a, just a different energy, you know, like a different vibe or we had just have a different skill set because I have absolutely no formal training as far as acting goes. I mean, I'll watch movies. I'll try like, you know, drop on a memory. Like, you know, if I'm sad, I'll think about, I don't know, like the day my dog died or something. I'm saying this from my cat and yeah, I, you know, he clearly does not give a shit. <laughs> it's such a cat. So, yeah, I mean, basic stuff like that. But, you know, at some point, I'm, I'm definitely have to take some actual training. But you know what? Like how I landed these commercials with Ford just because I'm a comic. And that's something, you know, the director sees and values. And I brought what I did to the table and I got a second shot. I got a second commercial. So I'm doing my absolute best not to make this a singular stroke off, just so you know. I'm just kind of just venting all this out. Anyway, but yeah, back to actors, like people who are strictly actors, it's a different kind of need for approval, you know? Like they, they try so, like a lot of, I'm not saying this as a broad stroke, I'm just saying this based on what I've seen with my limited experience with these kind of people. Um, like they... A lot of them have like again that insatiable need to have a, you know all eyes on them and have that attention and that sense of approval, but there's also like a level of overselling themselves to be liked if that makes any sense. You know they got I got to make sure my headshots are perfect to make sure my smile, my makeup, my hair, my clothes like their presentation is everything. Like I like a lot of them they had like you know. Blank background, perfect lighting, simple clothes, uh, nothing too flashy. Uh, they wanted the attention on them, on their face. And I just, I was just there in my hotel room uh, with beard all out of whack and hair just looking like a dried up piece of seaweed. <laughs> so... Yeah, it's like being like the weird kid in class all over again. And only this time, I am 100% comfortable with that. So, yeah, it's it's a new world I've stepped into. I mean, don't get me wrong. I am still going, you know, guns blazing with all the stand-up. I just had two shows back-to-back. -back. I had one today. I had one yesterday. And then I'm going to be at the Rusty Nail this coming Sunday. So, and that'll be it for... October and then I will be off to Las Vegas the first week of November. So if you're out there in Vegas and you're listening to this, hook a guy up, you know. I'm once again I'm a whore for stage time, so I will be anywhere and everywhere out there, dude. There's so much, so many places to go out there. I'll, I'll definitely be reporting back as once that trip's over. But yeah, that I will for first and foremost always be a stand up comic. But you know having to expand on my resume with this whole acting thing, uh, it could open doors. Oh, dude, you can make bank. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> oh, so we're, 
this is again i am at the 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 starting line with this thing so i'm not gonna stand sit here like i'm anthony hopkins or something you know yeah i'm just this is a brand new world i'm gonna see how i do i mean i'm very excited about it i'm very interested in expanding and learning more and making new contacts and meeting new people including a skill set and i think that a lot of this could bleed back into stand-up because being able to um, emote certain feelings or uh, express oneself a certain way, you know, like what's your motivation or whatever bullshit like that. Anyway, so we'll we'll find out. Uh, I'm gonna find out more about this dude. Uh, part of me is like, I'm excited, and another part of me is like, what have I gotten myself into? Oh, but either way, I'm, plus, just like stand up acting is fun. At least the kind of acting I've been doing, I'm like, you know, comedic acting, it is fun. So as long as I'm having fun and I deliver the goods with what the director is looking for, everybody wins. You know, like the like on the commercial shoot, I was like, you know, my character was the ultimate fuck you over big time uh, mechanic. And I'm like, I'm on set thinking, how can I make this guy even more of a jackass? Like, how can you hate but love this guy at the exact same time? So I'm over there, like, you know, look, making look like I'm, I know what I'm doing uh, while working under the hood. I'm, you know, just zapping like the, the screwdriver. The yeah, the. I'm like, you know, looking for the ten millimeter socket. I'm, you know, licking funnels and whatever, you know, just making like such a, like. Why would I trust this guy with my car? <laughs> and it's just fun. It was a lot of fun. And I'm looking forward to doing it again. Uh, just more. Just I just want to keep doing it. It's a lot of fun. And who knows? I mean, you know, it could open the doors for more commercial work, television, movies. Hey, I'll, I'll say yes to anything. Again, I'm a whore for stage time. I'll do I'll take time on stage. I will take time on set. I will say yes. <laughs> so yeah, this is a, this is an exciting new venture for me, and I can't I I can't wait to see what it holds. Oh, holy shit! It's almost twenty minutes. All right, so I'm gonna wrap this up. So once again, thank you for listening. Thank you for supporting the podcast. If you want to find more about me, you can follow me on social media at Tony Tell Joke on Twitter. TikTok and Instagram. So go ahead, hit that follow button on all three of those platforms. Also, once again, before also once again, be sure to like, follow, rate, subscribe, review, all that good shit. The podcast, wherever you get your podcast, Spotify, Apple, Podcasts, Samsung, wherever you get your podcast, be sure to hit that follow button. Play the algorithm into my favor. Let's make that algorithm my whore. So more and more people can find out the beauty and the joy of the Hot Takes and Protein Shakes podcast. I got to get out of here. I got to get on the phone with my agent. Ask her why there's no brown M&Ms in martini glass while I'm waiting for it on set as part of my rider. I'm just joking. Um, but yeah, thank you once again for listening. And once again, I will see you next time.